Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to another one-on-one episode of We Need to Talk. I, of course, am Melinda, and today I'm joined by my wonderful husband, Jean Volk. You call me wonderful. You are wonderful most of the time. <laughs> You're recording this. I'm going to listen to this over and over again. And, and remind me that I said this. Yeah. Um, well, you're no stranger to being on the podcast, but um, I wanted to do a special one-on-one episode with you because we're now, we've been home together for the last six months. Yeah. Raising a child. Who's six months old. Who is six months old. That's how we've been keeping track of the pandemic <laughs> is by her age. But obviously there's so much going on in the world. But one of the things that I, I really want to talk about, and I know people are probably interested in our plans um, as we're raising her, is how we plan to raise a biracial child during this kind of civil unrest that's happening right now. It feels like history is repeating itself. And I know, you know, we've had conversations with my parents, specifically my dad, who's, you know, feels like he's reliving the past mm-hmm. um, again. But I, I want to just talk with you a little bit about raising Sienna and because I don't think racism is something that's going to be gone at least in, in our lifetime but I'm hoping that yeah, there's no way there's no way but I'm hoping that maybe by the time Sienna's our age we'll start to see it kind of dissipate a little bit but for you like you grew up in Kansas like mm-hmm. what was like racial the racial climate there like I mean it's predominantly white uh that being said, there there was a sizable uh, minority population. It's just different cultures, right? It's it's that don't really intermix quite so much, uh, or if they do, it it's split along socioeconomic scales, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, the the white folks who might couple up with you know people of color. Uh, you could probably tell you like where they worked or what, where, what side of town they lived on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is how you would probably, I mean, if, if you were reading like to kill a mockingbird, like those, like it's the same, it's kind of like from days of yore that right. be, versus, uh, you know, being living in a New York or, or in LA where there are people of multiple races that just look blended, you mm-hmm. know, that just, they walk among everyone else and, and you don't quite, no one really, people care far less out here. Right. Um, so in that sense, it's, it's, you just don't, aside from what you consume from media to pick up different cultures, Yeah. you know, through rap music or something, do. right. Or, yeah. or, or through, or through television, that's about it. Right? right. So like that's, that is, that is pretty instructive. We, um, one of my, sisters was uh, picking out books for to send to Sienna and she realized she was at the Barnes and Noble in Kansas and she's like I can't find a, a children's book you know that has a a, a a black girl or like any kid of color they're all they look the same and for in she had a little bit of you know wait a second like I didn't really notice this until now like this is someone who's you know lived decades Um, and that's just a testament to, you don't encounter it until it affects you. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious, do you think that you're, cause I mean, you lived in Kansas and then you went to Texas and then you moved to LA. So, and you've traveled obviously as well, but do you think that your view of like what racial tensions are happening in this country would be completely different and skewed if you had stayed in Kansas? Yeah. I mean, it would have to. 
I don't, it's difficult for me to say, you know, what, to, to, you know, give a take on a path not traveled. Right. Um, it honestly, it depends on who, like anything, like who do you interact with and where do you get your news? Yeah. Right. Um, I, this unique, this is a really unique climate. I don't know of anything that it's, you know, akin to other than the you know civil rights Civil's, movement yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the 60s and i obviously wasn't around for that but it's a really it's a it's a flashpoint so i i don't i don't know how someone can not be aware of it that being said is that you know is that affecting the sleep mm-hmm. of of people right. in the in the midwest if you don't interact with them I, no mm-hmm. we had riots here you know we have protests here um you you could hear you know helicopters depending on where you where you live um for those, even if, you know, again, if, if I, you know, I was going to say if I were white, but, <laughs> if, you know, like if, if I was, if uh, I just were lived by myself, <laughs> yes, very pure. No, <laughs> um, if I, you know, live by myself or I just had, you know, um, my spouse was also white and we lived in LA, like would it still affect, it would probably affect me more, probably. but not to this extent. right? For sure. Absolutely. So like. When we're sitting down and talking about how to approach certain things with Sienna, like what has been at the forefront of your mind with how to address these type of situations with her? Because I do think my approach will definitely be a little bit different Mm -hmm. just because of my own life experiences and, you know, the people that I've surrounded myself with and just being involved in activism and the conversations that I have. But for you as someone who is a white male who clearly is at the top of like the privilege uh, pyramid, I guess we could say, how would you present these situations to her and explain to her? Like if she were older, yeah. how would you present this to her? Cause it, it's a hard conversation to have with kids so that they understand what's going on. Yeah. I think the kids, I, I just, I, the short answer is I don't know. Yeah. How can you, I don't right? know yeah. how to, and I don't know what her mindset is going to be. I don't know any of that yeah. stuff. I think, yeah where I come out, like, where's the, where's the through line or what's my main theme Mm -hmm. for this stuff? I, more than anything, I think it's to know your rights Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to know who to call. Right. I don't know. Again, that's, that's in your back pocket. That's a must have, you know, that's a, it's a, uh, you know, get out of jail. I don't mean like literal jail, but like I, I mean to, to really, I don't know. Um, it's going to have to be a lifeline in, yeah. in a sense. Um, and to, to truthfully, I, I feel like, unfortunately, she's going to be, you know, they're going to judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, regardless of what she ends up looking like, she's mm-hmm. going to have some melanin, right? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. We, we already see it. Um, but the, how she can counteract that or really set the tone mm-hmm there are things that she's going to be able to do. And I don't know if other, you know, folks who are people of color are going to know, they have that same kind of mindset. Right. Right. Um, that being said, a lot of these situations that are in the news that are terrible and that's why they're in the news are made off split second decisions. So, you know, like, you know, knowing how to present yourself and everything that, that doesn't guarantee anything full safety. Sadly. Yeah. And I think, just going back to, like I said, with upbringing, probably people in Kansas don't realize how big of a factor that plays into the lives of black Americans that you have to really have kind of like a checklist of how to be 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. I I they just I, I mean I, I can't speak for cancer. I, I don't no, know. I, sure. I just know that. But I just think it's by difficult way of it being for, the Midwest, like yeah, or it's, it's just it's difficult to put yourselves in a someone else's shoes. Yeah, that just comes from a different makeup of you. I mm-hmm. I never because again a lot of times you grow up and you get by and you know what to do. And it's like, well, this is what I would do. And this has worked for me and it works for everyone that I know. So yeah. like, why would it be any different? You know, right. the only way it wouldn't work is if you're lazy or if right. you're just dumb or something right. like right. in that sense, it's, it's unimaginative and mm-hmm. it's, it's, you, you thread the line, you thread the needle of being unempathetic or something. Right. But th- I guess that's what's so frustrating to me is that when you get into those types of conversations and they're so quickly to say like, Oh, well this worked for me. Why wouldn't it work for you? You're completely discrediting somebody else's experience. Like if I'm telling you that this is what happened to me and I know why, why do you get to say that it's not true? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, that's just, it's something that, because that's what's happening. That's what we're seeing for the people that, for example, don't yeah. even believe in the black lives matters. Like everything's equal. Like black lives, you know, all lives matter. Like they're no, they're no more important than any other life, but it's like, no black people around the country are telling you, this is how I'm still being treated. This is how cops view me. This is what's happening. And it, it, it's like, we're not saying this. I say this all the time. We're not saying it to hear ourselves talk. I think, you know, I, uh, I remember I was reading some, uh, like a collection of interviews by Kurt Vonnegut, the mm-hmm. author of Slaughterhouse-Five, among other works. Um, and he had this idea. It, it, it was interesting to, to pick this up, you know, I, I don't know when he gave the interview, probably in the 70s or 80s or something. But he was saying that the, the just disconnect of humans for other humans, right? Mm-hmm. Like to not being able to step into their shoes. And the, and the idea he had was, to, why don't we just implement a, you know, a national pen pal program where just based on, you know, last names or just something, right? Just random, sheer randomness. You are paired with five other people who you will not know throughout, you know, throughout the United States. You might have someone from Nome, Alaska, and also from Shreveport, mm. and then New York. And you just, throughout your lives, be paired and check in with these people. Because I don't, it, again, it goes back to my, um, my sister's experience in, in Barnes & Noble there's no reason for her to have noticed that. Right. And it, not that she wasn't looking for it. It's just like, it hadn't hit her. Like right. the, you don't know what you're looking for right. until you have to look for it. Yeah. Um, in that sense, I don't know what it is that will get people to again, like, you no, know, this is how I am p- typically treated. Unless you know of your, unless you're friends with someone, mm-hmm. like you're going to take their word for it. Cause they're your friend. Right. Right. Um, you know, your, your, your best friend from high school, if they happen to be, um, you know, Muslim, like you're going to understand their approach to things. Right. So if you're not exposed to those people, of yeah. course. But then when you yeah. run into someone at, you know, in the line at DM, at the DMV and they're Muslim and you haven't encountered someone and they'd say like, Oh, this always happens to me. I was like, well, I don't really know you, you know, right. you could be, or Dramatic. you could just be, yeah, I have <laughs> yeah. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's. No, I think that that's... I like how you approach things. I know I'm, you're going to play this back, too, because sometimes I get so yeah, I'm wonderful when I approach <laughs> things nicely. No, but it, it is, is a valid point that you're making. I guess the um, a question I have is yeah. when you said my approach is going to be different, yeah. what is your What approach? is my approach? Yeah. If you can hit on some themes on like what to instill into Sienna... See, okay, yeah, it is, it is a little bit different because, I, but I'm torn because I do want to instill in her to be 
proud of the black side of her, but not not in a way that's discrediting, obviously, the white side of her, because obviously she should be proud to be your daughter. But I think because you're in a society that black women are kind of at the bottom of the totem pole naturally, that I want to make sure that she doesn't have that view as well. But then I'm really, I'm feeling like I don't think by the time of course, I do think racism is still going to be around, but I don't think that by the time she's our age or even like in high school and college that biracial children or just people of color are going to be, I think they're going to be the majority. So I don't know how much of an issue it actually is going to be that we, if we could just teach her, you know, just love yourself in general rather than specific, rather than focusing so much on like, hey, this black side of you is very, very important because the white side, everybody already knows, is because that's how society paints it. Yeah. I get that. I, Does that make sense? Yeah. When you were talking, and sorry, I'm not like directly responding oh, to that, fine, but like yeah. when you were talking, I was thinking about like, you know, someone can spot me across the block and be like, that's just a, a white guy who, you know, looks kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> but like you, also like, hey, that's a black woman. Mm-hmm. With her, it's, it's an, inter- and you've heard this from, you probably heard this from, folks who are biracial it's like i'm gonna be keen on being receptive to her thoughts on i don't know if i fit in in either camp yeah you know yeah. because like again oh i can tap in my white side or i can type in type in my black side like maybe she doesn't feel like she can tap into either or, and I, I think from a lot of black biracial mm-hmm. friends that i have that is the number one feeling that they have they don't know where they fit in yeah but that's interesting it's like but, but why do you i mean you obviously when she takes standardized tests, you're going to have to tick boxes, you know, like how, what am I going to be? Um, it's like, why do you feel the need to fit in? I mean, why does someone have to fit in, yeah, you know, into, why can't they be I'm both? either white or, or black or not. And that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I want her to be, pr- I just want her to be proud of who she is. Yeah. No matter what. And I don't think it'll be as difficult for her to just be proud of who she is as it might've been for people that are our age when they're growing up because biracial kids wasn't like, yeah, as common. I think biracial children are are becoming more the norm now. Oh yeah, it, and it depends where you're. I mean, if you go to like Brazil, mm-hmm. everyone kind of it's it's an it's an interesting mix of you know over the generations people have um, have mixed much more so mm-hmm. than we ha- than we have mm-hmm. here. But also because of this country's history, it's it's. I mean, we don't need to go into that. Right. Um, but that's a very much more recent thing. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's interesting because again, if white people are no longer the majority, and they, pro- I mean, statistically, they they won't be they won't right. Be, yeah. Um, in how you know, in the in honestly, not that in not that long term, right? right? You're gonna have um, uh, Hispanics, right, mm-hmm. and 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 then mixed folks. Um, but that being said, I don't. I by the time we're dead, I, I think we'll probably, assuming you know the government continues to continue as a going concern and everything, um, the the punching above their representative class of white people will. That's going to be something that's going to you know. Not they're not going to give up on that easily. Mm-hmm. You're going to see. I mean in. If you look at the breakdown of senators, right, they're mostly white men, right, right, um, in ways that are not representative <laughs> of of their overall population, right, right. Um, Which is know. why it's so interesting. This you could get into politics, but yeah. I just want to say this: it is very interesting. That you say that they aren't representative of 
like their popul their uh, constituents, yeah. but they vote for them. It's like, why do you think that that person represents you? That's what I'm saying, like, or I'm trying to get at in the sense of like, even if you know, Sienna doesn't have, cause things will change. But I'm saying like, how much of that is still going to be around? Where it's like, even though like, hey, I'm the majority of this stuff, but if a white person is still regarded as like white the male, yeah. right, the, the standard bearer, then like how much of those problems are still entrenched? You just have a, a I guess you have a, a, a broader base of folks who feel the same way. Well, it's the mentality, it's that mentality that's just kind of ingrained into the system as a whole. So it will take time yeah. to kind of, to dismantle it and to, and to break it down and change because otherwise I do think that is something that's going to take much longer. It's to crazy though. Like, break up the just the timeline that we're talking about because um, when was Loving? Nineteen fifty-seven. Fifty-seven and who's Ruby Bridges? That yeah, Ruby name? Bridges. She just turned sixty-seven this year, and she was five years old when okay. she was walked to school. Yeah, for for in, no for integrating. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that's that's crazy to me. That's absolutely crazy to me. Um, we're talking about a huge amount of progress, but I get it. It's like this stuff is just rooted. It's quote unquote progress. I mean, yes, look, we, we can get into arguments, not us, but like in general, like obviously we're not segregated anymore. Obviously black people are not sitting in the back of the bus anymore. We can drink from whatever freaking water fountain we want, but people don't realize, and people, a lot of people that argue with me on social media say like name one law that is is racist against black people today and it's like there isn't one i'm not going to try and, and tell you that there's one law that says black people cannot do this that's mm -hmm. written that way but that's not that just because it doesn't say it doesn't mean that it's not yeah, they're not going to say it. it's right you have laws that are written that you know disparately impact in a negative way exactly and people that's what of they're color yeah yeah that's what people it's, don't get and that's, like, that's what you're battling for <laughs> those right. people. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I feel bad for Sienna. <laughs> why do you know? feel bad for her? Well, because she's gonna just like you're. She's gonna inherit the same arguments, yeah. you know, from the same people, right? Yeah. So it, it depends on how deeply she wants to get involved in this stuff, yeah. right? It's trickled down. I mean, that's why we haven't really moved forward in that sense. Is because you have the people that were born in the 1930s that passed it down to their kids born in yeah. the 60s that passed it down to their kids born in the 90s and they're going to pass it down to their kids and then that mindset just continues it's like a family tree it is but <laughs> it, no it is and the other thing is, I, you have those are that's strictly within families right but yeah. like most people interact with people around them so they could get it from their families but also the you know the their phones <laughs> and so like that's that's social media and it's also the comfort food of cable news yeah who just that that's what they they want to keep you on that channel mm -hmm. right so they're going to make you feel certain ways and they're going to tell you what you know you you want to hear unfortunately and that goes for either side oh yeah yeah, yeah. this that's, is again the pen pal program yes like, which would be I think that's such a cool idea. It's great. I don't know how you would implement it. It's like it's also difficult to run people down to like, hey, how do you do But like, maybe I in had the a age of FaceTime. I had a elementary school in Who Mexico. In Mexico? Her name is Martha Zapita. Zapata? Zapita. Zapita? Zapita? Zapata? It's got to be Zapata. Wait, how do you spell it? Z-E-P-E-D-A. I'm almost positive. Oh, yeah, it's probably Zapita. What? 
What? Why are you trying white to tell people? Me? Yeah. <laughs> White's blading me my own pen pal. No, but I think, yeah, I think she, she was from Mexico. I don't remember what class we did it in. But then I remember she sent me a picture of her. Yeah. We did it, and it was really cool. Isn't that cool? It was really awesome. Right. But I, I mean, it starts with kids anyway. It what starts does? like real meeting other people of different cultures yes. and like racism is not taught. It's learned. Like it all starts with kids. So I think for Sienna and any, and, and anybody listening now, if you have kids, you know, you just have to expose them to people of different cultures and different races at a very early age. But not, I wouldn't even say make a big deal about it. No, there's not, you know, absolutely you know, like not. we have these books that, um, a wonderful friend and fan sent that is, um, all like kids through, yeah, or, throughout the globe and it's just cool it's like oh yeah kids are from different areas and mm-hmm. it should just be that simple mm-hmm. you know but when you make a big deal about it then it becomes a big deal yeah it's difficult because again like when i'm saying like know your rights like mm-hmm. there's a there's a switch between realizing that everyone is you know has their own unique story and their own unique background but then I need to arm you <laughs> to to face the world, right? right? And right. I, that's the that's the uncomfortable chasm. Well, what would you want to arm her with? Not physically. <laughs> um, I'm not pro gun, even though this pandemic, right? Um, but what would like what would you want to arm her with? I mean, for me, faith that is a huge thing. I want to I want to arm her with. Yeah, um, that's worked for you. It has worked for me. Yeah. Not not worked for you, just not as much as it's worked for me. I like reason. Yeah. <laughs> you are very much a logic and reason person. Yeah. Oh, we, that's like a yin and yang thing. It is. Oh, look at that. It's perfect match. Look at that. Uh, yeah, so from faith for me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that honestly, the fact, even though I don't like practice criminal law, mm-hmm. um, knowing someone who is an attorney, I think is just. Great. You're like, meet an attorney. Aren't you an attorney, Dad? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but I get but I know where to go. You know what right, I mean? Right. Um, well, yeah, entertainment and criminal are two very separate practices. Right. Yeah, yeah. I but you. I mean if you know, if you get pulled over mm-hmm. or you're at a house party and mm-hmm. the cops show up, like mm-hmm. what should you do? What can you do? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's that stuff because yeah. you don't want to if the spotlight is going to shine on you in an unfortunate way, mm-hmm. you don't want to do things the wrong way. You right. know, like if, if someone says to, to, you know, hand over something, but you shouldn't like call me, you yeah. know, like yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. We're so funny. We're so different. Like, what are you arming her with? <laughs> no, you're right. I'm like, right. faith, faith, <laughs> believe in God. Right. Well, then um, you can do that when you get home. <laughs> Thank <laughs> him yeah. for getting me, right. for knowing your rights and remembering. Yeah. I mean, but like for me, like even dealing with people and, and I say faith, but I also just say like having, I'm a huge person and, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Proponent for? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to edit this. I'm a huge proponent for having grace for people yeah. and that comes from my faith. And yeah. so for me, if I'm dealing with somebody that is ignorant or doesn't know, you know, has it been exposed to people like me or really has that one black friend in their life? Like I do approach things with grace. Like, you know what? I'm going to give them 
the benefit of the doubt and just try to have a conversation and, and see where they're out. Now, I do have boundaries and I do have limits and people have definitely run out of grace, but that's something I do want to arm her with because I do think obviously having knowledge and knowing your rights is something that's valuable, but I think also the way you approach situations will also is also going to help her. Yeah. You know? know, that's huge. And I, it's interesting because like what we're saying on one hand, it's, it's race. The other thing is there's a class component where knowing how to speak to mm-hmm. others and knowing how to speak to, I don't want to say authority, but like, um, you know, having a facility with dealing with others mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, just knowing how to talk to people. It's, it's all the difference in the world. I completely agree. Yeah. But at the same time, if you give me attitude, I'm going to give you attitude right back. Yeah, but you also <laughs> know when to, to you can feel out situations yeah. in a way. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, true. I'm just, I have a bitch face. You kind of do. <laughs> At all times. But I fell in love with that bitch face. You were a little, mm, when we met, but we don't need to go into it that. Works. We're talking about, the, it did. Ten I'm years wonderful. later, I'm here. You, <laughs> see, I, I give you one compliment and now you're just running with it. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, I don't want to say that, but that's a shark. Yeah, guy. he's not wonderful. Well, that's the whole thing. I know, I know. It's <laughs> gross. Um, okay, so she's six months old. Yeah. So we'll start tomorrow. We'll start all of these <laughs> life lessons. But like, she, it's going by so fast. I know. You know? She's, I mean, six more months is going to be a year. I can't believe she's I think she's awesome. She's incredible. She's actually really awesome. I need her to stop looking like you, though, because I'm getting a little jealous. I don't mind it. I know you don't, because you were complaining the whole time she was in the womb because her profile looked like me. But if she has my bitch face, people will leave her alone. <laughs> but if she We has won't my... have to talk about any of this stuff, because no <laughs> one's going to ever bother her. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, you know, I'm just interested to see how she decides to, to navigate her place in the world. Well, I, honestly, and I think that's such a cool thing to be able to watch like literally a human yeah. evolve. It's interesting because on one hand, your, you know, your capacity for grace, you know, faith has helped guide that mm-hmm. for you. If you didn't have religion or faith, I think you just, that's who you are as a person. It's Aww. a personality trait. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like on one hand that you said all because it's like a compliment, but the other thing is I think it's just like hardwired into you. I, yeah. I don't know what it, for whatever reason, you have that yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, where I, I not to say that I'm not, but, but you're it's not. Just, <laughs> well, it's just different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's I'll, very I'll different. Treat you as, you know, fully, unless you give me a reason not to, and it's like, oh, well, that just changes things, right? I think. But I'm saying, like, with her, is, she yeah. could very well inherit what you have, sure. which you could have gotten sure. from your mother, or you could have just, it's a straight up personality thing, or right. she may, not that it's, I don't want to paint her as, like, being mean or something, but, like, she could be equally as effective, but in a different way. I think with you, <laughs> I want to say this in the nicest way possible, because I don't, it's not an insult, but it's just a fact. I think that you have that up until a certain point. It's almost like there's like this barometer and yeah, like, you're yeah. like, I'm only going to go to this mark. And once you get me to that mark, I'm just done. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know go that exactly way, I will where go your cutoff way. is, yeah. and you won't go past it. Yeah, that's fair. It is. Yeah, yeah. There we go. But you know what? That's that's that's. It's 
it's a good thing to have certainty. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know where I'm, I'm not going to be elastic. It's just like, <laughs> nope, you pass. I'm done. It you know who you are. You know, I, I could see, like, your face thinking of other things to say, and you're like, you know what? I'm, gonna I'm just going <laughs> to... I'll leave it here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what is... Before we wrap up, because this is actually fun to talk to you. I'm, I'm glad that we did this. And if it sounds a little echoey, it's because we're in our living room. I'm glad I was at home I, when you, you know. You've been, we've been home together for the last six months. Not ten years, six months. Mm. We haven't even been home together for ten years. When did I move in? When did we, we didn't even move in together? You had a home inside my heart. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay, for you, it's rights. For me, it's faith and grace. What is one thing that we should collectively instill in her? I mean, I don't, everything else. But it's not even like, I'm not, I'm just saying, I like, in general, like, I'm not against teaching her faith. It's just like, well, your mom is going to be better suited for that. Right. So, both all of these things are, are teamwork things for sure um i i i honestly the, the one thing that just it springs to mind um is the importance of relation close relationships um she'll obviously get that from from us but mm-hmm. like in general like yeah. that's it's a huge thing because you are have your tribe. You know, yeah, yeah right have your village yeah but i want to vet everyone in her village every single person yeah like full application yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean i feel like we have a really really close-knit village and of people that cannot wait to meet her i mean i I keep saying this but her first birthday is going to be a block party because we have so many people that love her but i want i do want her to have those close-knit relationships i mean obviously i have my best friend that i've been best friends with for i don't even know how long now must be nice 25 years almost you know it is nice. Carla's amazing. One of these days, I'll have a Carla. <laughs> you too. His name's Sean. He's, <laughs> I'm going to tell him to listen to this. If you like, what? But you know, I have Carla, I have Nimona, I have Drexel. You know, we have this whole, yeah, this whole like little village of people, of aunts and uncles. And I want her to have, I want her to have that. So I think that, I, I'm totally with you on that. I think just value your relationships with people. But also know <laughs> when they need to not be in your village. That's also a very important lesson. Yeah. Not everybody has to, you, can, you don't need to give everybody access to you. And I think I learned that lesson too late. So I'm definitely going to teach her that See, that's early the on. Thing, that's something for, again, you are better suited to tell that story. Cause like, I don't, when I hit uh, that barom, whatever yeah, you're talking yeah, about, yeah. like I'm, I'm done. That's not an issue with me, <laughs> but like if anything, maybe I cut off too soon, but like it's, right. In general, because you saw where it was going, I had faith that it was going to change, and I was giving that person grace. Yeah. So again, we'll see if that—that's a challenge for you, Mm -hmm. right? I think it's probably an ongoing challenge because you have a big heart. Yeah. Um, it's not quite a challenge for, and I don't know. It could be a challenge for her or not. We'll we'll just cross that bridge. We'll see. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I guess we should go do dishes or something. And by that, you and mean by I we, I mean you. <laughs> I don't do dishes, y'all. I'm just going to be honest. It's not. I something. like dishes. I know. Well, I, it's like a mindfulness thing. I know. You like have your 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 AirPods on, and yeah. like you're either watching a game or you're yeah. FaceTiming. It's I'm like, naked. 
He's not. And all you listening, get get the picture out of your head. Yeah. He looks pretty pictured. Oh <laughs> all right. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you again next week. Love you. <laughs> Bye.